Hello and welcome to the Lionhearted Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Dave. And this week, we're on episode one, so bear with me. Uh, we've got a few things on the agenda. I'm going to run through the goal of this podcast. <clears throat> Give you a little hint at what we've got coming up in the future. Uh, dive into one quick subject and um, give you a quick intro of myself. So, episode one. This is a uh, thing I've been talking about for quite some time now. And uh, <clears throat> I think I just needed to uh, make it happen. Put it on record. Start talking and see how it went. So, uh, hopefully you all enjoy it. Um, like I said... I am Coach Dave. My name is David Musgrave. I uh, am a CrossFit gym owner um, in San Jose, California with my wife, Kelly. We own a gym called Kroga CrossFit. <clears throat> and um, we've owned the gym for four and a half years now. And I, uh, I've been looking for a way. I've been doing some blogging for a couple years. And I've been looking for a way to just kind of explore thoughts and meet a few new people and um, pick their brain on CrossFit, fitness, nutrition, programming, movement, um, things that keep us healthy, things that uh, keep us feeling good. Um, so... If you don't know me, one of the things that you'll learn about me is that I'm a very curious person. I like to ask questions. I like to learn. And I like to uh, spread the word uh, and share things that I do learn with as many people as possible. And up until now, our gym members have been my main audience. And so I'm hoping that by starting a podcast, uh, I can kind of grow that audience and share what I've learned over the years um, as a CrossFitter for 10 years now, um, well, almost 10 years now, and as a um, competitive athlete my whole life, a competitive person um, in pretty much everything I do. Um, and so we're just going to try and try and spread the word and, and uh, see where this takes us. So with that said, I have a... Uh, co-host that you're going to hear from a lot. He's not with me for episode one uh, because I wanted to just get this thing going and our schedules didn't match up this week. However, his name is Danny. I've known him for uh, quite some time now, maybe nine, ten years. I met him the beginning of my CrossFit uh, life and he's one of our coaches at Kroger CrossFit now. So you will hear from him. And I'm going to let him do his intro uh, probably on the next episode, tell you a little bit about himself. Um, but I wanted to give you a heads up that he's going to be helping me run this thing. And a lot of the time on this podcast, you're just going to hear the two of us kind of chat back and forth. He's a very interesting person. Um, he and I have great conversations and we like to go down the rabbit hole together and explore ideas. Um, 
So I figured he'd be a great person to kind of pull in as often as possible for this lion-hearted podcast. Um, so my goals for this podcast, what are the goals? Uh, the first goal is to explore and share ex- the experiences uh, or as many experiences possible, experiences that I've had over the years um, inside and outside of the gym that have to do with fitness, um, mental toughness, um, competitiveness, uh, things along those lines and, and, um, share some of the relationships that, uh, I've developed over the years with other gym owners, other athletes, um, and kind of talk about, you know, the awesome side of being able to do something that you love every single day for work. Um, that being fitness related in my case. So we're going to explore those uh, past experiences and share some of them and, and kind of hopefully um, spur people on to branch out and go new places and meet new people um, in this world of ours. Um, we're also going to chat about training ideas and programming and proper movement and how to explore movement and mobility um, these are all things that go into owning a gym, coaching a CrossFit class, being an athlete, taking care of yourself, just being a human, right? Um, over time, the way you train, the way you think, uh, the bias in your training, the way you move, the things that are tight, the things that hurt, the things that need work, they all change and they all develop and the way you treat with them or the, the way you treat them over time um, adapts, right? As you learn more. So we want to share as much as we can about things that we're learning. Um, and hopefully interview some people that know a little more than we know, um, so that we can, uh, spread the, spread the knowledge and spread the love. Uh, we're going to talk about nutrition. Uh, over the years I have done all kinds of different things um, with the way I eat. Uh, since I found CrossFit, I like to tell people that I was a uh, slightly overweight, um, drunk college kid for the first couple of years of college. And then I happened to find CrossFit uh, later in that uh, my college career. And I kind of made a uh, big shift in the way that I thought about uh, what I was consuming, how it how it impacted my training. Um, and that was the beginning of real nutrition, um, knowledge and, and being curious about it for me. And over the years I've explored a lot of different options. Um, I know Danny has as well. And so we're going to touch on all those, all those different options, all the different things we've done, all the thing, different things we've read. Um, maybe we'll try a few while we're going here and share our expense experiences in the process. So you'll get a touch of uh, nutrition as well. Uh, We're going to talk about the mental side of CrossFit uh, as a daily, um, regular CrossFit gym member or athlete. And then we're also going to talk about CrossFit as a sport. Um, Those are two very different things in my eyes. Being a competitive CrossFit athlete when and when I say that, I mean someone that's looking to compete in the sport of athlete in uh, in the sport of CrossFit in the open, 
um, potentially make it to regionals, maybe hopeful of making it to the games, the mental side of that versus just the mental side of like wanting to be a better human, wanting to, um, improve daily, um, how training and life and, um, all the different directions were pulled and play together and the mental aspect of getting to the gym as often as possible, what it does for you in terms of, uh, giving you a positive response and also, um, how to make time and how to prioritize it and what to do mentally when you get there. Um, we're going to share coaching stories. Danny's a little new to the coaching world. Um, but he's been in the game a long time in terms of in the CrossFit world. Um, and myself, I have coached, I think I did the math the other day. I think I've coached somewhere around seven or 8,000 hours of CrossFit, um, classes plus tons of personal training and tons of, uh, training with other athletes, maybe another, who knows, five, 10,000 hours of, of working out, um, and exploring, uh, training and movement with other athletes. So we got a lot of coaching stories. Um, some of them in class formats, some of them in just personal one-on-one chatting, watching people move, um, conditions. And the last, uh, goal for the podcast is to have a good laugh. Um, whenever I listen to a podcast, I, I'm always looking for a host or hosts or guests that are willing to laugh at themselves, uh, that are willing to banter back and forth here and there as long as they generally stay on the uh, subject matter so we don't get too lost down the rabbit hole. But we want to have a good laugh, and we want you to have a good laugh with us as well. So uh, hopefully we can tell some jokes. Hopefully we can... um, make you giggle while you're driving your car or, or uh, riding in a salt bike with some headphones on, um, which is a stupid enough look that I regularly uh, dabble in. That might give you a laugh right there. Just l- imagining some idiot in the corner with headphones on riding in a salt bike, laughing to himself because he heard some funny joke on a podcast. So, um <laughs> Maybe uh, maybe I'm the only one that thinks that fun- that's funny, but hopefully you will as well. <laughs> and uh, so with that being said, those are the goals for the podcast. And I figured this first podcast shouldn't just be an intro, but it should have a topic. So the last piece of this week is going to be a uh, topic that has been, um, let's say kind of close to home for me lately. Um, and that's when to dial it back and how to still improve when you've got, um, when you're either feeling worn down or you're, uh, beat up a little, or you've got an injury, but you still know that your goal requires you to work. Um, so I'll tell a little story and then I'll tell you kind of what I've been doing. So about six, eight weeks ago, I was working through the qualifier for the Cascade Classic, which I'm actually competing at this weekend in Seattle on Saturday, the 21st of October. 
2017. So um, I'm headed up there to compete in the elite division this weekend. But but one of the last, it had a qualifier for it. Every week for three weeks, there was two workouts. Um, I think it was the last workout. It was either the second to last workout or the last workout. Had some um, box jump overs in it. And I caught my toe on one of those box jump overs, maybe four rounds into a 12 round workout, I believe. And I didn't bash my shin, but I did bruise and strain, um, my right hand thumb. So two of the joints and I think just a really bad bone bruise. I got an x-ray, no, no break. Um, but the thumb was just jacked up, right? Just not happy with me. Finished the workout, which of course had, um, snatches in it so I had to hook grip and some chest bar pull-ups I had to go grab a pull-up bar with a beat-up thumb and then I had to go jump over this 30-inch box a bunch of times too um that I had just fallen on (laughs) so that was a little nerve-wracking each time I had to jump over it my legs were blown up but um but the thumb was just injured right so submit the scores um get an email that says I'm invited to compete in this competition. So I sign up for it. Thumbs hurting a little, but I'm like, ah, it'll be okay in a couple days, maybe a week. Well, two, three weeks pass and it feels like it's getting worse, right? Can't do push-ups, can't do anything on the rings, can't do a handstand. It's just not happy. Chiropractor doesn't know what's wrong with it. X-rays are negative. Um, ac- going to acupuncture, Get get a massage and have the lady uh, spend some solid time working on the hand. Nothing's helping it. Just time. Um, and I know they, I've got this competition coming up. So we've kind of run to this. We got to this point where it's like, okay, I've got to continue to get better. I can't get less fit right now um, because I've got something important coming up. However, I can't really train the way I normally do. So there's this mental um, side to this where you're a little flustered. You're like, how am I going to get better when <laughs> at, at some specific things like muscle-ups that I need to improve at um, when I can't even grab or grab the rings or do a, a ring dip? And how much longer is this going to go on for? So in this situation, this has happened a handful of times. I've never really gotten seriously injured doing CrossFit. But, you know, little things here and there. It's a sport. And especially with the amount of training that um, people that are ambitious in this sport do, there's going to be times when you get your little bumps and bruises and nicks and um, you got to kind of lick your wounds and stay off them and, uh, and do your best to keep training. So, so what we did, my coach, uh, Kyle Ruth from training think tank, um, and I kind of just, we would chat regularly about how it was feeling. I would test different movements on a regular basis to see if they're getting better or if they're doable yet. Um, and then what we just decided was I'm just going to work on, some of my other deficiencies 
or places where I lack um, some strength, for lack of a better term, <laughs> which is actually the strength department. So we're going to work on some of the things that I need to work on um, compared to other top-level athletes. And we were just not going to worry about uh, if I was going to get set back or not. So what we did was we just started doing tons of squatting, deadlifting, running, um, pistols. Uh, let's see, what else? Um, assault bike intervals, rowing intervals, um, toes to bar, because for some reason those are okay, but not... Um, pull-ups so toes the bar um i don't know a whole stack of other things squat patterns um cleans seem to be okay for some reason i can hook grip the bar but i couldn't uh hold it over the head very well so not much pressing not any snatching um except when i was trying it here and there no ring work um, we just decided we're just going to, we're just going to do our best to improve in all the areas possible. And when the thumb comes back, the thumbs comes back and hopefully it's, it's ready in time for this competition. So with, uh, I guess four days until the competition, we're most, I'm most of the way there. I've done a few ring dips, done a couple muscle ups. Um, it's still not a hundred percent done some handstand pushups, still not a hundred percent, but much better and, um, running and squatting and cleans are all feeling better than they felt in, well, cleans and squatting better than they've ever felt in my life, running better than they felt in years and years and years. Um, I didn't really give you my backstory yet, but I was a soccer player growing up all the way through high school. So um, I don't think I'll ever run the way I used to run again because I was five foot nine or five foot eight, something like that at the end of high school and like 140 pounds. So at five foot nine, 195 pounds, I'm a hell of a lot stronger, but I'm never going to be that fast again or enduring. Um, till I start losing some weight <laughs> but uh, and change my, my goals. But running, best it's been in, in years for sure. Breathing, fantastic. Um, recovery of the legs on the assault bike, getting better by the week. Um, and so I guess what I'm getting at here is that a lot of times we have athletes at the gym or I talk to buddies that are um, – competitive in the CrossFit world and they've got something hurting or something bugging them or um, something that's just not quite right that doesn't allow them to do everything that they want to do while they're at the gym or whatever's programmed and they really get down on themselves and they really um, a lot of uh, not every time but a lot of times we see people get down on themselves and, and people stop attending and people stop um, working as hard and people worried about the coaches having to ad adapt the workouts for them to um, 
account for their injury or their little ailment that's temporary. And I'm here to tell you, you can't use it as an excuse. It's the easy way. It's the easy thing to do, but it's what you need to not do. Does that make sense? What you need to do is work just as hard, if not harder, in the areas that you, the other areas that you can improve, and just forget about what you can't do, and just do everything you can to improve in the areas that you can improve. So, this just gives you an opportunity to bias your programming towards what you what other things you need to work on so it's it's getting strong like for me it was getting a stronger front squat getting a better deadlift and more explosive pull off the floor um improving my mobility to the point where my pistols are like butter. Um, Focusing on getting better at breathing while running and becoming more enduring over long distances. We're talking running for 20, 30 minutes at a time, which is something I haven't done in years. Um, At sub seven minute mile paces. So, um, it's almost like a blessing in disguise, right? When you're healthy and you've got all the, your, your tools, you can do everything, right? But it causes you to only improve a little bit in each tiny area. And sometimes you don't see it happens so slowly that you don't see marked improvement but if you do get some kind of little, like dinged up a little, and there's some kind of area that um, you have to stay away from or some type of training that you can't do for a two, four, six, eight-week, ten-week period, right? As long as this isn't like you're bedridden, it, it actually gives you an opportunity to get really, 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 really good at the other stuff and make a huge improvement in a short period of time because you're so focused on what you can do. So I want you to uh, let that marinate a little. Think about it. Um, If you're someone that has something going on now, um, think about that idea. Reach out to your coach or coaches and uh, tell them you want back in and tell them you're, real, you're ready to, to do the work and kick some butt and uh, get stronger or get more skilled at, at something or get more mobile. Um, and if you're someone that is healthy right now but something may happen in the future, I want you to kind of come back to this and remember that an injury or an ailment – or something that slows you down temporarily is actually sometimes a blessing. 
and it might actually make you a better athlete in the long run and mentally stronger as well as physically stronger than not having run into that issue. All right, so hope you enjoyed this. Kept it under 25 minutes today, which is pretty impressive. If you, uh, as you get to know me, you'll notice, you'll get to know that I like to talk. So uh, thanks for sticking with me. I hope you enjoyed episode one. Episode two will introduce you to Mr. Danny, and we'll have another topic for you. All right. Thanks for joining the Lionhearted podcast, and I'll catch you next time.